legacy I don't care if they remember me Only Jesus This is Dreamwalker 1960. This is a fair warning. Today's message is going to make many of those listening uncomfortable, upset, and even angry. I challenge those that get this way to stick through to the end. Proverbs 13.24 He who spares his rod of discipline hates his son, but he who loves him disciplines diligently and punishes him early. Amplified Bible Classic I started this message with this Bible verse for a reason. Many are raising their children today without spanking them. As a result, they become spoiled, selfish, arrogant, and self-serving. However, this is not just about how a child is raised. This is about how the Bible is being taught to those that come into the buildings called churches. Many go into these buildings and they are given a sugar-coated image of salvation. They are given teachings that make them happy and joyous. Then people on the dais say, come down and kneel down here and ask Jesus into your heart and into your life. So they do come down and ask Jesus into their hearts, not realizing that they were just given a participation trophy. What is worst of all is that Jesus does come into their lives. Jesus never turns his back upon any who asks for him to come into their lives. Then people falter and fall away. People say, well then, they were never truly saved. Those that say this just called God a liar. God, through his son who died upon the cross for all, never turns his back on any who asked for him to come into their lives. So God and Jesus Christ are there for any and all. If they come to him with a sincere heart, he will answer and he will be there for them. What is at fault is the sugar coating. The sugar coating is described in one major sect as once saved, always saved. Now I wish to make this perfectly clear. Jesus Christ died for all humanity upon the cross. Christ suffered the whip which tore his skin to shreds and destroyed his muscles to the point that his rib cage was exposed. He bore all of this for all of us, even those that will never accept him. The ones that hurt Christ and his father the most are those that accept him and then go about their lives as if Christ is not a part of it. 1 Corinthians 6.19 Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God through your body. A few weeks back, I had an encounter on my Facebook page, which I established for this podcast. In this exchange, the person showed that he only believed in the man-made doctrine of once saved, always saved. He assumed that I did not read several verses that he offered up to show that this doctrine was the true way into heaven. I countered with the words of Jesus Christ himself from John 15, verse 1 through 6. He laughed at the words of Jesus Christ. He laughed at God. I often wondered why the glorified Christ would spit out the lukewarm of Revelations 3.16. To be spit out 
gives a strong meaning as if it was so distasteful you almost feel like vomiting, so you spit it out as quickly as possible. I no longer speculate as to why anymore. Why am I so harsh? Because we are in the end times. We are in the last days and Christ is soon to return. There is no time for sugarcoating. It is time to take the bitter pill and swallow or perish. Matthew 25, 1-12 Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten bridesmaids or virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The five who were foolish didn't bring enough olive oil for the lamps, but the other five were wise enough to take along extra oil. When the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, they were aroused by the shout, Look, the bridegroom is coming. Come out and meet him. All the bridesmaids got up and prepared their lamps. Then the five foolish ones asked the others, Please, give us some of your oil, because our lamps are going out. But the others replied, We don't have enough for all of us. Go to the shop and buy some for yourself. But while they were gone to buy the oil, the bridegroom came. Then those that were ready went in and came into the marriage feast, and the door was locked. Later, when the other five bridesmaids returned, they stood outside, calling, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he called back, Believe me, I don't know you. The kingdom of heaven is those that have asked Jesus Christ to be their Savior. Christ, due to his love for all of humanity, accepts them. So those that accept him become a part of the bride, which is the true church. They are washed clean and become as a virgins to sin. The oil is the Holy Spirit. We can only keep the Holy Spirit within us if we honor our body, which is a vessel of the Holy Ghost as mentioned before. We can only honor it by keeping it clean, free of sin, thus a virgin. Time and again, we are told within the Bible to honor God, to not sin, to have self-control. All the letters that form the New Testament say this in some form or another after the book of Acts. These letters are the instruction manuals for those that have turned their bodies into the property of God. They are the way to treat that which belongs to God, who is the Holy of Holies. We are the vessels of the Holy Spirit. Do you grasp the meaning of that? Our bodies, which are called corruptible, have been turned into a holding tank of something that is incorruptible. However, we are told we cannot be given an incorruptible body until we are called into the heavens to be with Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 15.53 For this corruptible must put on incorruptible, and this mortal must put on immortality. If we are corruptible, which means immoral, how can we contain something that is moral, something that is pure, and something that is holy? We are tasked, through the New Testament, to seek after holiness, also known as righteousness. We are told to gain self-control. We are instructed to turn away from sin. Those that embrace the belief of once saved, always saved, do not seek after self-control. They say, I'm good to go. I can do as I please because I have Jesus Christ in me. 
They believe they can curse and live in sin. They think they can live their lives as they deem is right, never considering the will and desires of the Creator, defiling the Holy Spirit within them. 1 Corinthians 3, 16-17 Don't you realize that all of you together are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God lives in you? God will destroy anyone who destroys this temple, for God's temple is holy, and you are that temple. Since we are corruptible, we must make an effort to keep our temple clean and pure so it can hold the Holy Spirit within it. That is why when the foolish bridesmaids ask for the wise one to share their oil, the wise ones reply there is only enough for themselves, for their feeling of the Holy Ghost is exclusive to themselves and not to others. You cannot surrender unto others what is given unto you by God. Now there will be those that challenge what I have said here. There will be those that again say that these people were not saved in the first place. There will be others that say and will still insist that they are saved and welcome to come into heaven. I am a servant to God. These are not my words. I am merely a messenger, a tool being manipulated by the Holy Spirit. The implication within the parable of the ten virgins is that half of those that call themselves Christian, those that believe they live a Christian life, will find themselves still here upon the earth when the trumpet blows, calling the rest up into the sky to meet Jesus Christ. At the end of the parable, Jesus says, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. This is said by Christ earlier in Matthew. Chapter 7, verses 21 through 23. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have we not cast out devils? And in thy name done many wondrous works? And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. They prophesied, they cast out devils, and they did wondrous works. Mark 16.18 John fourteen, eleven through 13 None of this is doable without the Holy Spirit being within this corruption. Yet they allowed that which is corruptible to dominate and control, to diminish and extinguish that which is holy. As a result, Christ denies them entry into heaven at the rapture, saying, I know you not. Or as shown here in chapter 7, I never knew you, depart from me ye that work iniquity. Their oil is lacking. Their lamp has burned out. The Holy Ghost has leapt, because it cannot be in that which is sullied. The branch is broken off of the vine that is Jesus Christ and cast into the fire. They were saved. They were part of the vine. They cannot be of the vine if they are not saved. John 15 verses 4 through 6 Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me, and I in them, will produce much fruit. For apart from me, 
you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. We are called into action here. We are tasked to keep Christ within us. We are told to live a righteous life, to keep ourselves free of sin. For when we embrace sin, we allow ourselves to wither, become useless to Jesus Christ. So, as stated earlier in John 15, God himself removes us from our salvation, which is found within the fine, which is Jesus Christ. So there is no such thing as once saved, always saved. For as it is shown in verse 6, those that do not remain within the righteous life is removed from Jesus Christ. As is shown in the King James, they are gathered up by men, otherwise known as the world. So they return to where they come from, the world of sin, which leads to the fire where they are burnt. 2 Peter 2, 20-22 For it is after they have escaped the pollutions of the world, through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome. The latter end is worse with them than the beginning. For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than, after they have known it, to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. But it has happened to them according to the true proverb, The dog is returned to his own vomit again, and the sow that was washed to her wallowing in the mire. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the lie that it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. Jesus is the only name to remember.
legacy I don't care if they remember me Only Jesus